Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. My man, Deidre Taylor here with me. Deidre, what is up, my brother, man? Not much. Not much. Excited to be back on the show and catch up with you. Um, but obviously, you know what time it is. It's time to go. It is It is the start of basketball season. So uh, excited to be here and excited for this time of year, quite frankly. Deidre, we've been doing this five years, bro. Yeah. Yeah, this, it's been a while. This five years of doing this, the show, man. Tell me this. You got the request from me the first time. What do you think? Who, who this joker from Atlanta will talk to me? What, what's your thoughts? <laughs> no, my, I, you know what, man? Like, I have a, I have a different outlook and a different relationship on, on with the media. Like, I was more trying to figure out, like, why would they want to talk to me? Like, who am I? I'm nobody. And then the fact that you did, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Heck yeah, I'll do it. I'll get on and I'll get on every time. You know, just simply because we are, we need that exposure, especially on the, on the West Coast from a guy from Atlanta. We we need that down south exposure. No doubt. Because, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, like, I was, like, I was like, who is this random dude, Jay, off from Atlanta? Who wants to talk to me for? Like, it's yeah. for a reason. I wanted to talk to you for, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of, it wasn't on some, some, some trap stuff. I was really wanted to, you know, Definitely. a brother coaching a program out west, oh, played the UC Davis, dad coached at Fulton. Y'all want to talk to his brother. Coach yeah. Arizona. So, yeah, it was all like, I had a vision for the show when I was, it turned out really good. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And it's, it has blossomed into a, a heck of a relationship and one, quite frankly, that I depend on. And, and um, you know, you don't run against genuine people, uh, run up against or run into, I should say, genuine people um, across the country, people that you can trust and people that you you build a, a bond with. And I can truly say that about you and, and what you do and how you do it. It started off as obviously a business deal, but now it's, to me, it's a lot more of a relationship that that stems from a personal deal. No doubt. And, bro, let me ask you this, man. You've been there nine years going on. Tell me, um, how has it changed for you since you got there day one to now? Like, as you built this thing over these past nine years, man? Yeah, it's changed quite a bit. Um, and, and I would say probably uh, when I first got the job, everything had to happen yesterday. You know, it didn't happen. It didn't need to happen today. It had to happen already. Um, and so now it's more of a, of a, I wouldn't say it's a maturity thing, but it's just more of a patience thing. It's just more of a, hey, we're going to get there, um, but we got to continue to tread water or we got to continue to build it and build it and build it. And then the payoff will, will eventually show itself up. And, you know, one fascinating thing for me in terms of like when you hear Kobe Bryant here, some greats of, of sports, you know, you never, you very rarely hear them talk about being the best particularly Kobe, you talk about, you hear him talk about getting better day by day. Can I get better today? And, and quite frankly, that's something that has really struck me um, and really, really 
curtailed a lot of my impatience. You know, hey, just just find a way to get better. Let's just get better. And and if we're better today than we were yesterday, then we'll be better tomorrow. You know, and that's that's just kind of how how things have changed. You know, and that's across the board. You know, in my coaching style, recruiting style, academics. You know, it doesn't. It it shows its head in all facets of our program. And I think, um, you know, in short order, we've we've been able to to survive. You know, nine years is a long time, but it's a it's a it's a heck of a feat to accomplish, in my opinion, to be in charge of a program for nine years. And Diedrich, for me, um, I got out of playing sports in 08 it was my last game, and that's twenty twenty one. How has the guys changed even from when I played from 05 to 08 to now from, from 13 now to 21? How have the guys, in your opinion, the young men have changed over your time being there over these nine years? Um, you know, it, it's it's funny, man. I, I, this, this, this is a cell phone, right? And that, quite frankly, has changed. The, you know, the information, the access to information. You know, I heard a guy say that say it this way. You know, when when you were playing and, and maybe towards the end of when you were playing and definitely when I was playing, you know, we had to take the coach's word for it, no matter what, whether it was real life stuff, news, um, strategy, it didn't matter. We had to take his word for it and boom, it was over. Whereas now you can say something and before you finish the sentence, before you put a period at the end of the sentence, guys can look it up and see whether or not it's accurate or whether or not they can trust the information. And so now as a coach and as a mentor and as a leader, you have to you have to realize that you know you can't just say things off the cuff because no longer do do guys believe in that and I think that's what has changed over the course of time the players themselves um, the access to information and then the other thing would be you know that information drives them a lot of the time um, I said this to our to our ball club when we first got together you know the 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 coaching staff has to be the loudest voice that you hear over the course of the next six to seven months. You cannot, in my opinion, you can't let the outside world and the outside influences or people you want to hear tell you what you want to hear. Those voices are the loudest voices, and then you expect to achieve the same thing. It just doesn't add up that way. And so I think players nowadays are, are governed um, a lot differently than, than maybe you were and, and definitely uh, my old ass. Yeah, because I had a team over sidekick in 08. <laughs> I, had a, I had a sidekick, man. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I was at Tennessee State on Saturday at the football game, and they was could not believe I had been gone 13 years. I was like, yeah, I've yeah. been in your shoes here at Tennessee State. I know what this is all about. No and doubt. how it's changed from when I was there is a lot. A lot. You know, I never thought I'd have my, my cell phone sideline before in my life. So I saw it Sunday, I mean, Saturday at the game. If you ain't if you ain't playing, you got your phone, you got chains, earrings on like yeah. you. <laughs> bro, yeah. bro, you at Tennessee State, bro, and the F FCS. You ain't at, at Alabama, bro. He got yeah. he, my yeah. man had on chains himself. Yeah, bro, I got three cell phones. Yeah, you a college kid with three cell phones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not only, and not only do they have them, but you know, it provides a different level of access. But also, you know, they use them. They are governed by the information that is on that phone. They are texting in the middle of the game. Look at me. I'm, I'm down here on the sideline as opposed to being 100% committed or invested, you know, in your role with your ball club, trying to figure out how can we win? How can we get better to provide ourselves with a win? You know, that yeah, 
it, it's uh it, it's interesting to say the least and i'm, I'm gonna stop talking <laughs> i was laughing did you because of pre-game warm-ups bro we got guys taking selfies for pre-game yeah yeah like, now, and that's real i will admit during the atlanta, the atlanta classic that was me atlanta classic mm-hmm. that's home for me though Right against family, yeah. I, that was the only game of the year I acted like I was those guys. Okay, because sure. <laughs> that's sure. home. Sure, sure. But sure. we are playing Tennessee Tech, and you just out here like <laughs> TikToking itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all. And, and again, you got to think about this too, though. That's all they know. They don't know what life was like outside of the phones. Um, funny story, really quick is is we had a recruit on campus him and his family and we were having dinner so we the conversation we were talking with his parents and and that same thing that you just brought up the sidekick like literally the the sidekick the young man he didn't know and and we had a, a player who was at dinner with us had no idea what that meant like like a sidekick who is that your friend we were like nah trying to explain to him you know what that was and and the status it represented and and the use of aim you know and all of those things and and the we had to we had to get off of the conversation because it did it didn't include the player it didn't include the young man it didn't even include our kid that was on our team like they were looking at us like what are you guys talking about Why yeah are you so the, the dial up america online the the, the lightghost.com mm-hmm. netscapes no <laughs> see no being born in 87 i kind of got a little bit of best of both, both, both worlds i saw sure. the older way and i grew into the new age way as well Sure. But it's sure. funny. You get somebody that's like 80 or, or older from 77, 79, they might not know uh, a lab, a lab top, DJ, a lab top. Not a lab yeah. top, but a lab yeah. top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that how that how technology governs and rules a lot of what it is that we do. You know, I mean, even taking, you know, your day job in terms of the, working for the Atlanta Hawks. You know, a lot of the NBA teams and franchises are governed by analytics now. You know, they they rely on, well, he can't, this player is not necessarily analytically explosive. So we're not going to draft him or we're not going to sign him as opposed to a guy who does, you know, analytically he shows and he's off the chart. But, you know, the, the, the purest in us, the basketball people know that dude can't play. This dude is a guy you want, but. That's just the way that our world is now. Exactly. And for you, man, how was it, man, having guys on campus this summer? Uh, last year, you couldn't do nothing to nobody because California's yeah. rules. How yeah. was it having guys who he returned to the roster to be on campus, having new guys that you got to come to you guys to say, hey, let's let's get together, this weight room together, build our camaraderie early so we can be good come November 9th when we tip off for real? Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was um, very, very good. Um, you know, for a lot of our freshmen, we had our academics coach. She came up to uh, practice. She watched the guys practice. This was last Saturday. She just came up just to drop off some grade check information. And, and literally like half of our team, not the new guys, but the old guys. So, so the guys that were freshmen two years ago, they had never met her in person. They had only wow. Zoomed with her. And so for me, it was like, wow, whoa. Like it made me take a step back and you take these things for granted and these opportunities for granted. But a lot of the, a lot of these instances that we're experiencing, they're first for our young man is uh, our young man is, you know, we went on, we scrimmaged another team this past Saturday and 
for a lot of our guys in our, they had never traveled like that before, like never gotten on a plane. Everything was on a bus. And, and so it was very surreal from that standpoint. But in this, on the flip side, it, it's, it's really, really, it's been really good. You know, I think we've been able to take advantage of being in, being in the weight room with each other and pushing and driving each other and trying to create and develop our culture um, on the floor, trying to develop a, a chemistry. Um, that is rooted in working, that is rooted in trying to make the best play for our team to have success. Um, and so being able to do that and then do it consistently, like not having to worry, showing up one day, you practice, and then the next day they say, hey, you can't practice because so-and-so, so-and-so. You know, now it's just, hey, you just show up. And fortunately for us, all, everyone on our team, everyone on our staff is vaccinated. And so that puts us also on campus in a different um, a different eyesight, you know, the, the campus looks at us different. So um, it's it's very unique, it's very surreal, but it's also, um, you know, much appreciated, much appreciated. No doubt. And how has your young men's mental framework has improved since they can kind of move around more freely now? Because last year they was restricted because the rules in California, you can't do much you want to because of the restrictions. How has been for your young know, mental mindset been around people again, able to kind of do a little bit more, not just be stuck to the court in the apartment? Yeah, no, I think I think for a, for a fraction a fraction of our group, you know, there are a lot of guys that are social. That are there are a lot of guys that were looking forward to getting to campus and and interacting with with other people. You know, um, we don't have as big of a problem as we normally would have getting these guys to go to class. You know, and it's a, it's a benefit for us because they do want to get out of their apartment because there are, you know, 40 something thousand students on campus. And so these guys, they're like you said, they're not used to that. They had to go to their apartment and, and the gym and that was it. Well, now there's there's activity around. And so they can they can be a lot more social, you know, under the guidelines and other regulations. We're not free and clear of COVID restrictions, but um, it's completely different. And these guys, I think you are I, I am at least seeing their personalities um blossom they need that they need the social interaction and i think that's something that these young kids um they need they have to be social even though they might be sitting across from their best friend and they could be talking to each other via text they, they need the physical presence with each other you know it's it's weird that way but it's 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 been refreshing um for the experience for for those guys i can say Diedrich, um going to miami and going to memphis the past a uh, couple of weeks Seeing people I saw at the arena who know me, giving me hugs. Now, I'm not a I'm not a hugging type of dude. I'm over like, uh, don't don't get knocked out, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. But folks give me hugs and good to see me, and I'm like, yeah. I'm masked up, of course. I'm fully bad back. I'm I got a booster shot. I had to get a booster shot, so I'm, yeah. I'm boosted up. I, mean, I got the boost. I'm I'm super powerful. I got the booster now. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I'm boosted up, so I'm like, good to see you. All these arena, all these people who I said, I don't think they knew who I was, but they see me. Sure. They, but hey, good to see you, boss man. Blah blah blah. blah. Love your yeah. show. Miss seeing you. Love seeing joking with you. Cause I'm, I'm gonna joke with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sure. make you laugh. Sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say so I can't say on this radio show to people privately, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> yep, that's what makes you you, and that's what they miss. That's what they miss. <laughs> you know, cause I ain't gonna lie to you about what's going on here. I'm gonna tell you, yeah, this is what's going on. No doubt, no doubt. I, I, I ain't the one that told you, but this what's going on. You know, no it's, it's tell you in my in my own way. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, the in Memphis, the, the security people all gave me hugs, man, and 
like good to see you. Like I'm like, wow, y'all miss yeah. me that much, and the fans booing me, telling me we hate your show. You this and you that. Yeah. You know, I'm like, it felt good though. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think you know you you have to go back and realize what we went through. You know, the country, the world. Quite frankly, the world was shut down. Nobody could move. And now all of a sudden we're slowly but surely being able to get back to that. And so um, people that didn't used to recognize you or hug you or do certain things, you know, now they, they can and they, they, they took it for granted. So now they're taking advantage of it. And I think we're trying to, we're starting to see a re-emergence of, re-emergence of, of that, you know, I'm like you, the physical touch thing, man, like, you sure? Like, I want to keep everybody at an arm's distance, um, you know, but it, it's it's awesome for people that need that social interaction. It's awesome for people that need that interaction, you know, and, and that experience. It's just a part of who they are and what they are, and it makes them better. And so I think a lot of, in a lot of ways, it's making us all better, you know, being able to get back to what we used to. And dude, you have a veteran roster, brother. I mean, you kind of got a little old age on your roster now. How does it make you feel having a little, a little age on you now? So hopefully your guys can know the schemes better, know where you call a certain, certain thing, whether it be sure. a dig or a trap or something or a stunt. They know what it is now. <laughs> they don't know what's that. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I think, you know, for, for us, for our roster, we didn't bring in a high school kid this this year. We we have all graduate transfers or or one transfer and then a junior college transfer. So there's five guys, new guys on our team, but none of them are, are high school. And so, like you said, the terminology might be different, but the action, the concept behind the action is the same. And so it's important for us to just get on the same page in terms of terminology. And, and once we understood that or established that, it was a lot easier in terms of, you know, not having to explain things or, or you could be a little more efficient versus a freshman. They don't know, they don't know anything. You know, they, they're trying to figure things out. They don't know, literally, they don't know where the cafeteria is, where the training room is. They don't know nothing. Whereas older guys, they're used to it. They've been there. They've done that. They understand, hey, this is that. This is, oh, okay. They know everything. And then they they just move um, at a greater pace, you know, uh, again, which is which is different than, than, a, than most high school students. The pace that guys operate and work is completely different on this ball club. So hopefully we can take advantage of that. And that's one thing that we set out and our staff set out to do was try to get more mature, try to get a, a greater deal of experience under our belt. And now all of a sudden, you know, take advantage of, of that. And you got some new, new coaches on your staff as well. Tell us about the guys you hired. I know you said had some trainers on your staff. Tell me about those guys and what they'll mean to your, your staff going forward, man. Yeah, I think I think um, you know. Fortunately, we 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 had to hire new guys um, just simply because the other guys moved on to bigger and and I wouldn't say bigger, but 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 more unique situations for them that that were important to them and their family. So kudos to them and really excited for them and wish them well. Um, there were some things that were really really important to us moving forward. We ended up having to hire two new full time coaches and then an ops guy. And honestly, I couldn't be more proud of who we ended up getting. You know, it's been, it was a long, tedious process and it was a little bit of everything involved in the process. But, you know, we got two former players, a young man by the name of Chris Walker, who played at the University of Oklahoma. Um, he's been at Sac State. He played junior college basketball. And so his experience, um, 
you know, it, it just speaks for itself and, and, and it allows him to be able to relate to our young man in a different capacity. And I think a much needed capacity because of his experience. Um, Joey Brooks, who's from Nickel State, he played at Notre Dame, went to straight Jesuit High School in, in uh, Houston. So he comes from a lot of tradition, a lot of pageantry. He was an assistant, uh, graduate assistant at Purdue. Um, in fact, when we played Purdue a couple of years ago, uh, he was on that staff as a graduate assistant when we played Purdue in the tournament. So we were able to reconnect in. And so, you know, the relationship really, really um, drove hiring those guys to be what they are. I think relationship guys, you know, the, the, the players really respect them. They really take to them. They all have a very big voice, you know, on the floor, um, particularly with uh, each of our players privately as well. You know, you, you, our guys, they're always constantly up and down the hallway. And the thing I like about it is, is that they're not necessarily looking for one person in particular. They're lo looking for uh, somebody on our staff, you know, and, and they can go to anybody and feel comfortable to have a conversation with those guys. And so that's been really, really impressive. And then we hired a guy by the name of Ryan Ham, uh, who comes from St. Leo, a Division II, a very successful Division II school in, in uh, near the Orlando area. And so he... Uh, he rounded out our staff and, and finally, you know, through probably one of the craziest summers that we, we've been around, myself and coach uh, Anthony Santos kind of had to hold it down since the spring recruiting, summer recruiting in a lot of ways. So we were able to, uh, able to get that accomplished, but our staff is very new, but I think again, it's coming upon us to make sure we're on the same page and get organized and, and then try to do things the right way. Um, and the right way is the Titan way for us. You know, it's it's doing things a certain type of way and making sure that we're all on the same page and then, you know, letting them go out and do it on their own. Um, the, the, like Chris and Joey, they have two different personalities. Joey is more loud and rambunctious and, and where Chris is much more reserved and it's almost like E.F. Hutton, you know, when he speaks, everybody listens, you know. And so they're, they're completely different, but they're the same. You know, they're there for a certain reason. That's to make sure our guys continue to grow, continue to develop, continue to get better, um, because that's the way we lead, we think it leads to winning. And so those guys are brought in at a different level, and they've done an unbelievable job of getting on the same, trying to get on the same page. Um, and Coach Santos has done an elevated job, you know, leading those guys, showing them how we do things. And, and it's been it's been great. Um, I would imagine there'll be some adversity coming up here pretty soon, but. Um, for the most part, we're really, really excited about those guys. And you got a non-common skills, bro. It's kind of regional, which is good. Saving money on travel spends. I like that. Saving yeah. the money on travel. Because yeah. I, I, I know the money ain't what it used to be for them guarantee games. I've dude, seen dude. the contracts. I know yeah, what they're I know what they're <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The money is definitely taking taking that COVID hit. Um, but but you know, the money and reach staying regionally is important, but more important is the weather. I want to stay close on the West because I know what's going to happen. It's going to, it might rain hard. It might even blow hard. But for the most part, it ain't. We're still going to be able to make our flights, whereas opposed to going to a place like, uh, you know, in the Midwest, you might, you know, they might cancel your flight because of snow or coming even down down this way. They might. The weather is, is crazy. So staying out West and staying regional is, 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 is obviously money related, but it's also weather related is for me personally as well. Bro, like I saw in, in Cali, had a, when the Raiders played the Chargers, they had a big old storm. And, yeah. And so I thought so far was in closed stadium. No, oh. it is. It is over the top, right? So okay. over the top. But on the outside, there it's open. 
Okay. And, and so let's let's just call a spade here a spade. It wasn't a big storm. It was a little bit of rain and and, and it was blowing the wind was blowing a little hard and, and us California people, we didn't know how to act, didn't know how to respond. We shut everything down and, and like hey, we we're experiencing it wasn't it wasn't that crazy, but it's kind of like how we do a snow down here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows how to act and the roads are, are you know, shut down or, or the 75 wrecks, you know, it, it's it's crazy. But um, yeah, it, it, you know, being out West has its challenges, but for the most part, you know, we can manage and uh, manage everything. And how was it being in so far to see your team beat the Chargers? I know you had to enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was really excited. You know, I snuck in there and I didn't take anybody, didn't go with anybody. I even refused to accept like uh, there was a couple of invitations for suites and all this stuff. I nope, nope, I don't want none of that. I literally went by myself and I sat next to, I don't even know who I sat next to, just so I could enjoy um, you know, my team. And it helped a tremendous amount um that that we did win the game. Um, I got to the game a little bit late. And so I was walking in the stadium to my seat during the first drive and it was so loud and people were so were cheering. I thought maybe the Cowboys or the, excuse me, the Chargers, I thought the Chargers had scored. Well, by the time I got to my seat, the Cowboys were up 7-0. And that's how many Cowboy fans were in SoFi Stadium. So it was it was electric to say the least. And, and SoFi Stadium, I mean, it, it, you, it's I can't even describe in words how nice of a stadium it was and um, the experience, the food was really, really good. Um, and, but it's always good to win, and it's always good to see your team win. Well, I think you have another victory on November against, against the Atlanta Falcons. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I'll, I'll take it. I'll I, take I, it. I, 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 I don't see the Falcons doing very well in Dallas because uh, now I will say you, you do have Dan Quinn as the coordinator. Yeah. And, and yeah. No, Dan Quinn was part of that stench that caused the Super Bowl to go 23. So I just will warn you. His defense yeah. can't get stale. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, uh, it, it, the schematically it does it does. Uh, I was watching some some talking heads this morning, and they were they were questioning some of those some of the calls and some of the schematic things that that the Cowboys were doing on defense and offense yesterday. As a matter of fact, but you know what? We'll take it and we'll run with it and make the best of it. But but quite frankly, I mean, Shucks, if you look at the Dallas Cowboys especially defense there's there's a couple guys on that defense that that make everything go and they 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 showed their behind yesterday that digs dude is he that did dude is cold yeah and yeah he Randy Gregory's not getting high anymore no thankfully <laughs> thankfully <laughs> and that Parsons boy he can be a linebacker hey. or, or or rush in i mean having Tank Lawrence be out and Gregory kind of unlock yes. some with that with that brother yeah, I, and I think it's also even allowed the, the Cowboys to make some moves in terms of roster. Like I saw they cut a veteran linebacker because of Parsons, because his, uh, you know, his versatility. I think that linebacker ended up signing with uh, with Green Bay. Smith, he's, yeah, he's a Green yeah, Bay now. He's a really good player. But because Parsons and, and his ability to, 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 to put his uh, hand in the ground or he can stand straight up and, and do what he does in terms of causing some havoc for the other team's offense, I I mean, shucks, dude's really good. Now, let me ask you, it's been a Cowboy fan. Do you prefer the blue uniforms or, or the white ones? Which ones do you, you prefer? I actually prefer either one. What I am attracted to, as much as, as, as often as I've tried to get away from it, because the Cowboys hasn't always, they haven't always been five and one, um, it's the star for me. 
I, it just something about that star, man. Is like when I see it, I lose my mind. I often find my time myself at times on Sundays being disappointed when they lose, even more so when my team loses. Like my personal at Cal State Fullerton, we lose when the Cowboys lose. It's just like a different set of emotion. Like my mom knows if the Cowboys is on, don't call him, don't bother him. Like it's it's, it's pretty serious. Yeah, I will say that I prefer the old school Falcon uniforms before they, they went to the Mike Vick look. Sure. The the, the sure. old school look when Dion was here. Yeah. Yeah. The, the all yeah. black. I, I love those uniforms the best. And, and, <laughs> yeah. the, and the old Falcon elf. I love that elf. No doubt. No you know, doubt. that's my Falcons uh set I like the best. Yeah. Now for certain reasons I, I don't I don't wear I don't wear that gear anymore. But I don't get it all <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll leave that for another time and another conversation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, for I'll just wear Atlanta Hawk gear <laughs> and like it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There yeah. you, go. you know, but yeah, like I said, you know, I remember those sets, man. But now I'm glad they they look better now with the ATL set because sure. so I never was a fan of that that the old one. I just wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, I yeah. Never, that yeah. never grew on me. Yeah, the, no, the way the old school this one kind of has. Yeah, it's funny that you say that, you know, the old school people, so to speak, and I say that in quotes, the old school people, they like what they like. You know, the Rams kind of did the same thing where they changed their logo. And Eric Dickerson, in my, he went off. Like he went off. He was locally, he, he told them they were, they were, that was, that didn't look good and so on and so forth. And, and it's grown and it's grown and it's grown on people. And I think the people have learned to accept it. But, if you go to one of their games, you will see a lot of the old school Rams paraphernalia that people are rocking and people are supporting. So it's it's different. I feel like the Chargers are just out of place. <sighs> They're never going to be L.A.'s team because L.A. has the Cowboys, the Raiders, and the Rams, and you are the, the fourth um, league at best. If, if that at best, you know. Uh, if, or if San you, Francisco could be fourth and you still fifth. Yeah, if you want my personal opinion, I think I think the Raider, no, I think the the Chargers and the Clippers, they're the JV team. They're the yes. they're sharing buildings with LA's real teams, the Rams, and and sharing the Staples Center with the Lakers. I mean, come on, you can't you you got to get your own. You can't do that. And I, I I wonder what will happen with the Clippers building that new one two at Dome. Will we stay at LA live or we'll stay? Or we'll move up the road. I wonder what's gonna happen because it's so convenient now because you play them, yeah, same, same hotel, LA Live, play yeah. them, and are we gonna stay yes. there and then move up the road or stay just? I don't. It's I thought I had my mind because I'm big business to it dome. I right there, right there by so far. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. I would, I would imagine, and this is just, just me guessing that that you'll have to move, go from downtown LA to maybe Manhattan Beach or somewhere out closer to the airport, you know, in terms of the hotels, and then that's just a straight shot to the to the new dome where the, where the Clippers will be playing. So that'll, I don't know though, it'll be interesting. You know, the, the NBA and the NFL, they can, they also can do what they want to do. Exactly. Can, and can, NBA, can we get a separate LA trip again, please? Back to back Clipper Lakers trip. No, can we split no. that up, please? That like Golden that State and L the Lakers one trip, Sacramento and the Kings, uh, Sacramento and the Clippers other trip or something. But nah, it's always play it at Golden State, Clippers, Lakers back to back. 
play the yep. Detroit teams and go back out the yeah, yeah. I think they they call it the West Coast swing. You know, they 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 bring you guys out and they showcase you in all four different cities, and then they send you on your way. So that'll be interesting to see what they do with that. I, I will split it up. I I, I could I could go Sacramento, Golden State on one trip, Clippers, sure. Lakers, Phoenix, Utah, Denver, Portland. It's a way to do it and do it right. Yeah. If you split yeah. it that way, I didn't say it to do it, but nah, it's always. Yep. California teams at one time. Yep. <laughs> in Phoenix, they yep. go they go back out. Yep, it's always you know it's it's money. In my opinion, it's money generated, and and who's, yeah. who's money, whose pocket the money goes into is always a question and determining factor in regards to who and when they come out. With the Hawks being better now, it's more games on Thursday, TNT, <laughs> and more games on Friday night. So you, I, I could guarantee I'm gonna be off either Thursday for sure, maybe a Friday. <laughs> and have a Saturday games, but now yeah. that's more Friday, Sunday to be on ABC. And he is being so yeah. having having to change my lifestyle. I, I always knew that I would have Thursdays off for, for sure. Yeah. But they wouldn't be on TNT ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what success does. When you yeah. experience a little bit of success, you know, everybody wants a, pe- a piece of that and they want to showcase um, you know, what, what success looks like. And so Atlanta and Coach McMillan have done a great job in terms of finishing the way they finished last year. And so everybody wants to see if they can maintain a level of success moving forward so um don't plan don't don't have any plans uh for the weekend you guys are gonna be on tv <laughs> I, I have learned that oh so fast my friend <laughs> i can't do what i used to do on the weekends <laughs> no doubt no doubt no yeah. doubt man thank you for your time brother as always because this is not a, it's not this is a conversation that we have we talk about bullets and basketball life it's a fun chat it's not all about the same old minutiae other guys talk with you guys probably and and boy you're deal. so i try to make sure it's fun and engaging and fun we talk about some of this non-basketball for a chance see who you really are as a person you know what i'm saying so it's always it's always fun brother yes sir i appreciate man it's been a long time um that we've been doing this and every every chance we get to do it I, i jump at the opportunity and i think it's getting more conversational uh, every time we do it. So call me up anytime. I enjoy it. No doubt, folks. That's my man, Fulton Titan, DJ Taylor on the Boss Man Show. Ninth year. Cheer, cheer for those guys out west and then the Big West Conference. We out. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.